Welcome, everyone, to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions. My name is Courtney. And I am Carl. This is episode 160, and we're playing Anime Would You Rather. As always, there'll be spoilers throughout this episode. Right off the bat, I'm sure everyone's like, whoa, Courtney sounds like shit. Yeah, you had quite a week, didn't Holy you? Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously... This episode is going out uh, later than expected because unexpectedly, I got sick for an entire week. Yeah, it's been an entire week that I have been sick. Started off as um, a really nasty like fever. I was at, what, 100 degrees Fahrenheit mm -hmm. um, with my fever. It was like basically bedridden. And then I got better and I thought I was like, you know, I was good to go. Like I felt great after the fever broke. And then I lost my voice and I lost my voice for probably the last several days. It's starting to get better. But as you guys can hear, I still sound really, really rough. But the way I sound now is actually significantly better than the way I sounded when I first lost my voice. I basically couldn't even make sounds. Yeah, I don't think it's been this bad with losing your voice since there was a one Anime Central many years ago where you had also lost your voice. Uh, yeah, but that was more, um, I don't know if I was necessarily sick. I think I was just really pushing my voice to the limit because I felt good all weekend. Mm -hmm. It's just like my voice disappeared and I was tearing my vocal cords to shreds yeah. trying to like talk to people in loud environments when I should have been resting my throat. But here we are. Um, this time it's it's coupled with an actual illness of some sort. Yeah, and just hearing you talk this week... I know it was a bit of a struggle and, you know, like, like your voice cracking or just getting very airy. Uh, I mean, thankfully, you've recovered for the most part. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> like, even though I sound like shit, I actually am feeling a lot better. I'm not 100%, but I'm probably like 70 to 80%. So mm -hmm. I, I'm getting there. Um, but I want to give Carl a quick shout out because, um, as some of you may know, he does all of the editing for each of our episodes. And I have a feeling with my voice being as uh, fragile as it is, I'm going to have to stop pretty often <laughs> throughout this episode just to give myself a break. So thank you in advance for all of your additional editing that you're going to have to do. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. I don't. I mean, hopefully it won't be too bad to edit. But let's also just hope that you know, it's probably good that you rusted your voice throughout this week. But with this being a full-on podcast that we're recording, hopefully that won't flare up any issues with it uh, once we're done. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But thank you guys um, as well, everybody listening, for bearing with me um, and uh, sticking through my really odd-sounding voice. Hopefully it doesn't detract too much from this episode because I'm really excited to play Anime Would You Rather. So let's jump into it. I figured it'd be fun to, um, you know, kind of change things up. I know we've had a couple of discussion episodes lately, but I like playing like fun anime games from time to time. And I had seen this like idea come up in a different situation, like, you know, that classic would you rather scenario. And I was like, I feel like anime would be a great realm for a would you rather game because there's some there's some interesting scenarios um, that uh, that are out there, both like ones that I came up with myself for this game and ones that I found online and had to incorporate in my list. Yeah, I think I pulled maybe one or two would you rather questions from the internet, but the rest I also uh, created 
on my own. Uh, so I, I'm very curious to know what your answers are going to be for some of these. I feel like we're going to share the same answers and some of them just might be obvious, but who knows? So before we get started with the game, both Carl and I have come up with 10 different anime would you rather scenarios. We have not shared them with each other. And we're just going to ask each other these questions and see how our answers compare. So would you like to do the honors of going first? Yeah, I have a, I have an easy one. And I think I know what your answer is going to be. You're easing us into this game? Yeah. And okay. so we're going to both answer all of these questions, right? Yes. So okay. like you ask the question, one of us asks the question, the other person answers first, and then the person who asked gets to share their choice as well. Okay. So yeah, I, I feel like I know what your answer is going to be for this one. But to start off, would you rather have rotoscoping or CGI? Oh my God. This one is actually horrible <laughs> oh really? okay well like I, between a rock and a hard place yeah i i mean i guess i'd have to go with rotoscoping because at least it's still 2d animation even if it looks really fucking like out of place yeah i agree i also would go with rotoscoping although i recently started wa- re-watching um, Attack on Titan, the final season, just to prepare for the the finale, hopefully next month. And there's one episode that heavily features rotoscoping. And I know exactly which one. Yeah. <laughs> the one where they're like by the, the dock, right? By the dock. And oh then, my God, and it's like burned a, in my mind. There's a dinner scene too that has a lot of rotoscoping and it just feels just very forced. Like I, I get that... They want to kind of capture the feel of like how humans actually move their bodies. Um, But But cartoons aren't actual humans. Yes. (laughs) But I guess to compare it with CGI, I'd rather it stick to traditional animation as much as it can rather than cutting corners and using CGI. And, you know, it's funny that I use Attack on Titan as an example because it uses both of these techniques throughout the the final season. So, Well, my first would you rather question, um, I think this this one's like pretty easy as well, um, but I think it's also a really tough scenario. I don't know. I'm just thinking about like my answer. But anyway, my first one is, would you rather be stuck in a romance where your crush is eternally oblivious to your feelings or be in a harem where you have to compete for a chance to win the MC's love. Huh. That's <laughs> it's an interesting scenario or, or scenarios. Uh, so first one, romance where, what was it? So it's a, a, think of like an anime romance where it's just you and the main character, but the main character who's your crush is eternally oblivious to your feelings, mm. right? Like one of those romance anime where the main character, well, okay, the, you are the main character, right? But like you're trying so hard to win the affection of the person you have your crush on. Okay. But they're just fucking oblivious the whole time. They're dense as fuck. Or the other scenario where you're in a, a classic harem with several other individuals who are competing for a chance at the main character's love. Okay. Um, I would pick the harem 
because with the first scenario, if if my I guess love interest is eternally oblivious oblivious to me, there's no chance in hell that they're gonna fall for me. Whereas in the harem, yeah, I, I'm competing with, I'm sure all of these different dere types, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like I I fit like the nice guy type, and I know there's a phrase that like nice guys finish last, but I feel like I would fall for someone who meets my sort of personality or like meshes with my personality and I'm trying to picture like other other characters in the harem that I'd be up against. But I think overall I would still have that chance in a harem rather than in the first scenario. Interesting. Cuz I'm kind of in that same boat for a, like like partially in that same boat where yeah like the chance to win the main character's love is great but then on the other side of it even if they're eternally oblivious maybe they still love you back but there's oblivious to your own feelings as friends yeah i know there's the whole friend zone thing right which you know it's it's always it's taking like a negative connotation uh but i mean like i guess in that case it wouldn't be so bad and plus it's just you and your crush you don't have to worry about anyone else. So even if it takes an eternity for them to finally like, like for you guys to be canon, at least it's just the two of you. You don't have to share that attention, share that affection and constantly be experiencing like stress and jealousy and anxiety. Like I imagine being part of a harem is super fucking stressful. But then there's uh, was it high risk, high reward of competing for your love interests affections Uh, so i guess in that sense it's it's about the journey there and you know fingers crossed if i (laughs) if i get the the ultimate reward or achieve the ultimate goal then i can rest easy on those laurels yeah i guess we're split on this one so it sounds like you would pick the harem Mm -hmm. and i would pick the dense motherfucker the easy that I have a, way <laughs> that I have a crush on. <laughs> All right, so my next question, I feel like maybe this is an easy one too. Um, I, I it was hard to to pick a between like a, two different things because I feel like there are a lot of different I'll call them maybe concepts that could fit in this question. But my next question is: Would you rather pilot? Guren Lagan or Lancelot. Oh shit. Do I get the epic theme song if I pilot Lancelot? Uh oh yeah. <laughs> I guess like yeah. Right? Because isn't that's a Kogias Lancelot, right? It's uh Suzaku's yeah. nightmare. Dude, okay, and like the, the fucking song from Kogias, one of my favorite off the soundtrack. I don't think that's that one's tied to Suzaku. No, I think it plays like it's not. Exclusive. There's another one that does have that sort of Latin feel to it, but it's a lot uh, more. It's a lot faster. Oh, like a. I thought like the nightmare song off the soundtrack of Kogias just like applies to any of the mechs. Like it just kind of plays. I feel like that was more tied to Lelouch's mech. Okay. His- Nightmare. Well, the chance <laughs> at getting to hear that theme song anytime I pilot Lancelot. Um, is very, very tempting. Okay, so Gurren Lagan versus Lancelot. Ooh, do I get the upgrades to the Gurren Lagan? 
Um, I guess yeah, that that should be part of it. I there's like I forget the names, but then there's the Tengen Topa. Yeah, so I can basically have a good dick slinging contest. Yeah, <laughs> mm, this is tough. Nightmare song off the Code Geass soundtrack or dick slinging contest. Um, by the way, I think the song is like. Oh, right? okay, yeah. I think that's the one that's attached to Lancelot. That one's still a banger. I mean, yes, it is. I'm like actually like genuinely thinking okay, about I didn't, this. I really didn't quick. think this would be a hard <laughs> question. I'm like actually I'm sitting here like staring off into the distance, actually thinking about like which one would be cooler. Um, okay. I'd have to go Gurren Lagan just because of the upgrades that come along with that. Plus like the soundtrack to Gurren Lagan is still fucking amazing. So there'd be good music alongside that. So yeah, I would go with the Gurren Lagan. I would go with Gurren Lagan too. because uh, I think I'm I think I read that Lancelot does not have an eject seat. Oh, <laughs> so you know, it's, it's game been, over. It, it's been quite a while since we've watched Code Geass, and I always say that watching it was like a fucking blur. So <laughs> there's not many things I remember about the, like the features of the Lancelot. I did like its colors. Yeah, Lancelot looks nicer than the mm-hmm. Gurren Lagann, but... Yeah, because Gurren Lagann is just a, a fucking boat by the end of its, <laughs> I guess, evolu- evolution, right? Uh, but I, I would probably go with Gurren Lagann because of its evolution and its upgrades, like like you said. All right. So this next one is going to have some potentially major spoilers for the two anime I'm about to share. So warning, major spoiler warning. Um, which of these anime would you rather have completely redone but turn out perfect. The Devil's a Part-Timer or Promise Neverland? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm actually still in the process of watching Devil's a Part-Timer. Right, so let's let's um, have that caveat. Devil's okay. a Part-Timer anime is still ongoing. Promise Neverland anime finished. But both of them are equally disappointing <laughs> as the mm. show progresses. That's why I wanted to put these two head-to-head. Oh, and they're both such good shows. At least the first season of both of them are so good. Ah, uh, I'd I'd go with the promised Neverland because it, like Devil's a Part Timer is is great, but it's basically just a comedy. Um, whereas the promised Neverland has a more dramatic, more engaging story. One that had me at the edge of my seat trying to figure out what what would happen to Emma, Ray, Norman, like all the kids that are involved in the story. Uh, and, you know, I think if, if it were redone and if the stakes were higher, I would love to see that journey become something more gratifying, more shocking, but in the end, more satisfying. I think I'm in the same boat. I, I could easily be happy with The Devil's a Part-Timer redone and, and turn out better than the way it's going right now because the first season was so fucking funny. But as we're progressing through these next, what, two seasons or two part of a second season, whatever it is, I just feel like it's lost the magic. I mean, granted, it's been eight years or so since that first season came out. But yeah, it just does not capture the magic the same way. And it's extremely disappointing because... There's a lot of comedy anime out there, but very few that I genuinely find as funny as The Devil's a Part-Timer. 
Yeah, same here. But to your point, I feel like the story of The Devil's a Part-Timer doesn't have nearly the the depth and the intrigue that Promise Neverland has. And the way Promise Neverland ended, which was basically a fucking like slideshow of like major events and then they just ended it. It, it was the biggest throwaway that we've experienced in recent anime history. I feel like that show deserved a much better ending. It deserved mm-hmm. an ending. I can't even call what happened <laughs> at the end of season two an ending. So yeah, with the with the way that Promise Neverland season one played out, I think that there would be such potential for the rest of the story to be really, really good. So yeah, I, I'd also pick Promise Neverland. Yeah, I think it's one of the anime that would have benefited from an anime original ending rather than or like any the, ending I, at all. <laughs> yeah, not the fucking PowerPoint slideshow we got. <laughs> all right, my next question is one about endurance. So, oh shit, what kind of endurance? <laughs> would you rather endure the Colossal Titan's steam or a flurry of punches from Star Platinum? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Okay, well, obviously, major spoilers for Attack on Titan. Skip ahead. Um, so basically, you're asking me if I want to be crispy, <laughs> burnt to a crisp. Yeah, if you want to be roasted. Um, ooh, or beat to death. Spoilers for JoJo, um, <laughs> like Dio. Okay. Um, well, I was also thinking of, of a specific character before uh, Dio. Oh, the, one of the, the, one the, the enemy stand users? Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, either one would be awful. I mean, yes, but mm. yeah, it's all about which pain you would prefer. Yeah, do I, do I want to be like steamed Third to degree death? burns <laughs> or... Beat the like living shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, internal bleeding. <laughs> um, I would have to go with punches from Star Platinum. Only because I imagine that would be over and done with faster. Okay. And hopefully by that point, I would lose consciousness because I've, my face is getting punched in so many times versus like if you're just flailing there in front of the Colossal Titan being roasted literally, your brain is still there, right? Like you're still most likely conscious having to feel all that pain. Yeah. But, but like getting pummeled with Oro Oras by Star Platinum could put you in a daze or hopefully knock your ass out. Yeah, but then all your bones would be broken. <laughs> yeah, I think this was tough for me, but um for some reason I thought like uh, like getting roasted would be the easier death or like the easier thing to endure. Um but yeah, I think just the lingering burns. I think that would be a lot more painful to bear than like the internal bleeding that I would get from Star Platinum. Yeah, like what's easier to recover from? Say you live, say you survive either scenario. Do you just like let your skin fall off and then have like, you know, very bad scars for the rest of your life? Mm -hmm. Or do you somehow get your bones and organs back in working order, but then like risk them not getting back in working order? So then in that case, it's kind of like, do you value your skin more or do you value your internal organs more? I mean, internal <laughs> your, your organs, bone, probably. Oh, yeah, but... bone structure too. 
Uh-huh. I guess it's like what what's more concerning the the pain of it happening or the recovery afterward. Yeah. But I think um I think I would still go with Star Platinum even if yeah, I end I would up too. like if I end up in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. I think that would be better than just being burnt to a crisp like a lechon on a stick. <laughs> All right, my next one I pulled from Reddit, but with a slight adjustment. And I'm going to throw this one in here now because I think we need a little spice in this Would You Rather game. So, would you rather watch Boku no Pico or Hardcore Hentai with your parents? Fuck. What the hell kind of question? <laughs> um, wait, so is it both of them with my parents or the second one? with my parents oh so both of them you have to you have to watch one of the two with your parents okay so both so would you rather watch Boku no Pico with your parents or hardcore hentai with your parents although some people may argue that Boku no Pico is basically hardcore hentai <laughs> um I guess I, I would go with hardcore hentai I, I obviously I think my parents would just be shocked and disgusted <laughs> in both situations but I feel like hentai is more palatable than the storyline in Boku no Pico. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm actually going to pick Boku no Pico. Really? But that's I don't know, maybe my perception isn't like the best on Boku no Pico because I haven't actually watched it. I've only seen clips like the fucking ice cream. Oh, I've watched it. Well, then maybe you know more <laughs> horrors than I do because, yeah, I just know like the meme stuff about Boku no Pico. I've never brought myself to actually watch it, but I feel like that is going to be super fucking cringe and super horrific, but still something that you can stomach to a very slight degree with your parents versus like straight up like hardcore hentai <laughs> seeing all all the things See, happening i guess the way i look at it is you know my parents watch filipino soap I operas you can't say your parents watch porn no. or something <laughs> like okay <laughs> I, I mean i don't i don't I hope, oh you know, if they do i hope i, I don't hear about it but <laughs> no, i was gonna say they watch filipino soap operas which have these stupid ass stories and i feel like most hentai out there also have stupid ass stories. So that aspect of it, they'd probably be desensitized to. But yeah, obviously. But they wouldn't be desensitized to the hardcore I mean, yeah, sex there, happening. Yeah, there's all of that like fucking going around. But <laughs> I, you know, maybe they'd be like, okay, that's just, you know, that's just natural. That's, that's, that's the human cycle. Although it's presented in a very grotesque way yeah i guess there's nothing natural about boku no pico but i i don't know i think i i would still as someone who hasn't watched all of boku no pico maybe i'm gonna regret saying this but i would still choose boku no pico over hardcore hentai so i guess we're split on this one all right i'm gonna ease things back a bit <laughs> with this next question uh i think yeah this is one that i also took from the internet and it's a very interesting one this one has to deal with powers and so would you rather have a death note or the gios power shut the fuck up i have that exact same really? question wow <laughs> wow what the fuck okay well when i was writing this question down i thought the gios power because mm -hmm. the death note is it's just about killing people right the gios power so I, I get like the pros and cons here the death note 
you're killing people, but you have far more control because we know, spoilers, that with the Gios power, eventually it evolves where it can be too powerful to the point where the user cannot control it 100% of the time. So, like, that, like what's the toss-up, right? Like, do you want to just straight up kill people and that's it? But you have, like, a decent amount of control over what's going on? Or do you want to be able to do other things with your power but risk it, like, going rogue on you? Nope. I still think Gios mm. power. Because oh, yeah. if Hold it starts on. to go rogue on me, I would just stop using it or, like, cut back on when I use it. Oh, wait, I guess okay. I can't. I'm trying to think, like, in the context wait. of what happens in Code Geass. Yeah, okay. Because I have to, I mean, I don't want it to be, I don't want anyone to be spoiled, but, like, how how did the Geass power go rogue? If you can say something that doesn't. Oh. Um, Sounds spoilery. The 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 crazy plot twist that happens with all of the 11s in the crowd. Oh, okay. Uh, that's the first time it that's, goes rogue. Okay. That's just, <laughs> I guess you just have to be very sharp <laughs> to use. You just basically have to make no jokes ever and like yeah. be very deliberate about anything you say to anybody ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would still say Gia's power because I want to go around killing like everybody. <laughs> that's like, I'm not light, you got me, right? Like that's a, mm-hmm. that is a major thing to have on your shoulders. That's a major responsibility, a major burden to bear. So I don't think I would want that i think i'd be okay with just having the gas power and just being very careful for the rest of my life yeah i guess in both cases you just have to be a very responsible individual uh but yeah for me it would be the gas power as well like if if there was some criminal that i wanted to be stopped um rather than going the route of of killing them with a death note I could, well, I'd have to, I'd have to find them, right? And look yeah. them in the eye. Like, I can see where you're going with that, right? Like, what if you, like, publicly, I mean, not publicly, but, like, like the government knew that you had the death note and you were partnering with them to stop individuals who were, like, evil or whatever. But again, like, you're still, you're still bearing the burden of killing people. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, maybe, like, in, in less tense situations like if i see someone getting mugged on the street i could just go up to them and say stop mugging people and then or else i'm be... gonna write your name in my <laughs> notebook <laughs> yeah. um so yeah, i i think with the gas power i could play it a bit safer rather than becoming the world's number one serial killer but yeah i'd really have to watch the things that i'd say because you know, i could slip up and somehow make my parents do something that they'd regret like watching like, hardcore yeah i was gonna know. say <laughs> or you'd, you'd never be able to get drunk oh yeah well that's fine i don't i don't get drunk often and i don't i don't drink a lot <laughs> well jumping back over to my list this is a spoiler warning for anyone who has not seen jojo's bizarre adventure because this one's a straight up spoiler for multiple parts of jojo's bizarre adventure so would you rather suffer Cars's fate or Diavolo's fate? Oh, God. This is a classic debate. We did talk about this on Strictly yes. JoJo. And I'm sure we're going to talk about it again on Strictly JoJo, but I wanted to bring a little of that here and see if you had to pick, would you rather be Cars or Diavolo at the end of their stories? I forget what I chose the last time we talked about this, but I feel like... I'm, 
So my answer is I would rather have Diavolo's fate. Really? And now I'm thinking maybe I chose Car's <laughs> fate last time. Um, Why Diavolo? No, it's it's weird because like Diavolo is basically just dying a new death every couple minutes, couple seconds. Uh, but maybe it's the fact that you know I I would still <laughs> this is weird. I'd still be alive. I know I wouldn't be able to control what's happening, but in a way, my mind would still be active, like processing what what sort of fate I was going to live out next. Whereas with Cars's fate, he's just a fucking rock floating in space and his mind is just crumbling to nothing and, it, and he can't die at all, right? Because he's a, I mean, spoiler, we already said it was a spoiler, but he's, he's an immortal being and just to float in space and do nothing I think that's just that's more terrifying to me than having to relive a different death over and over again. I'm the complete opposite. So we it's it's fair to say that both of their fates are um like everlasting, right? Like Cars is immortal, so he's gonna be floating in space forever. Diavolo's never actually going to reach death, so he's going to keep dying forever. But if you're going to live forever, would you rather experience terror and fear and pain over and over again because think of some of the ways that he dies plus like it's technically an infinite amount or an infinite like list of ways that he could die so you're experiencing Mm -hmm. like all of these things sure it keeps you i guess it keeps your mind sharp because it's a different way that you're dying each time but i feel like that would drive you to insanity and you'd have to constantly experience that pain at least with cars he can just kind of turn his brain off and, and turn to mush he doesn't have to experience pain he doesn't have to experience fear to a certain degree um i, I guess he'll experience insanity either way but i don't know i feel like cars's fate is more mild and there's the slight chance that you could get back into earth's orbit and then just make your way back to earth through the atmosphere <laughs> i mean i mean <laughs> the chance is very unlikely I don't know. I kind of compare it to sensory deprivation chambers, which I've never experienced. But so it's like sensory deprivation chamber versus straight up torture. <laughs> I, that's the way I uh, see it. That, I that's why I'm like that I'm team way. cars on this one. <laughs> I don't know. I I still find something terrifying about being a mindless thing floating around for eternity. Interesting. So we are split on this one as well. Well, my next question also has a JoJo reference. We've had many questions with JoJo references so far, but this is more about team-ups. So which crew would you rather roll with, the Bebop crew or the Stardust Crusaders? Oh, ooh, that's tough. I feel like there, there's one thing in the Bebop crew that would be drawing you towards that. I mean, answer. yeah, that, my, that's my <laughs> gut. The Bebop crew, obviously, because mm. Ayn is, is there. Um, just being able to spend all my time with Ayn would just be amazing. Oh, I miss him so much. Um, but, I mean, the Stardust Crusaders, you get to, you get to watch Polnareff be a fucking idiot and Jotaro and Joseph go <laughs> yeah. at it. I'm like, that's, that's like amazing. Plus, they all have stand abilities. Ooh. Yeah, I'd have to go Bebop crew. I, I think mm-hmm. I think 
mostly because of Ayn, but also like you're traveling space. Um, I don't know if you're living comfortably necessarily. Yeah, half I mean, the time they have nothing to eat. Basically, yeah, living bounty paycheck to bounty paycheck. Yeah, uh, you'd be much more comfortable with the, the Crusaders. Jo- yeah, but Joseph then has. You're constantly chased down by enemy stand users, yeah, like on the daily. Yeah, that's the other catch. Okay, yeah. I'd go Bebop Crew. I'd rather be hungry <laughs> than try to fight for my life every day. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd be the same. You know, as as much as I love the bro moments uh, between all of the members of the Stardust Crusaders, they're on a journey to death, basically, <laughs> um, and having to be chased by their enemies constantly and being kept on their toes. Although sometimes they're just really oblivious to it. Um, yeah, I, I think I would rather not have that looming threat in my life. And with, you know, with the Bebop crew, like I said, they aren't very lucrative bounty hunters, but I think they're just better. I wouldn't say better. Like, they're just chill. And I like... They're just looking to thrive. Yeah. The Crusaders are looking to survive. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And I think also just the fact that they're from different walks of life, but they're all coming together to... I guess be a family as dysfunctional as their family may seem, uh, and at least at at the very least the, they try to help each other on bounties. Um, so yeah, I, also just hanging out with Ayn that would just be the greatest thing ever. Um, and having bell peppers and beef without the the beef, <laughs> you know that that's fine. Like I I wouldn't mind that. So my next one here. Would you rather only be able to watch anime subbed but in 240p resolution or only be able to watch shitty dubs in 4K? Wow, I had a similar question. Did you? What did it say? Mine is, uh, where is it? Would you rather watch a terribly translated fan sub or a horrendously voiced official dub? Ooh. Okay, wait. Let's let's go with mine first. So, okay. would it be subbed anime but in 240 resolution or 4K resolution but shitty dubs? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, I'll I'll choose the two, uh 240p with subs because we lived through that. We were fine. <laughs> we survived. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure like when we were younger, we were more uh more attracted to the dubs just because it was easier to watch but you know i I think us millennials could handle 240p resolution and subs uh what was what was the second one watch a shitty dub in 4k yeah i I couldn't handle that like say like the fact that the the dub is is shitty like that doesn't make the, the 4k resolution any better because if i can't bear to to listen to it that doesn't make up for how much I could bear to watch it. Yeah, I'm in I'm in the same boat as you. I think I'd rather go subbed anime in 240p resolution cuz even though it would make me super frustrated all the time, it would still be more bearable than like a shitty dub. And we're not talking dubs in general. We're talking like an actual an actual shitty dub, like one that's just like painful to listen to cuz I think about what gives me a more visceral reaction hearing a shitty dub or seeing like a crunchy looking like anime, Cr- not like crunchy <laughs> roll. Like, it like looks crunchy because it's not like a good resolution. And the shitty dub would definitely give me a more visceral reaction. So I guess we can go into 
my question, my similar question, uh, which is again, would you rather watch a terribly translated fan sub or a horrendously voiced official dub? Terribly translated fan sub. Because there's the potential for some like really funny moments with how bad the translation could be. I'm thinking back to the really terrible translated subs from the JoJo event where they announced Stone Ocean (laughs) was going to be adapted. But like they used what AI or something or like an auto translate bot to translate what they were saying from Japanese into English. And the memes that came out of that were so fucking funny. It was ridiculous. So even though it's like it was really difficult to understand what the fuck they were saying, but at least there was a level of entertainment to it. Yeah, I remember there was like a, a John Cena Diavolo. Yeah, we were like, line. what? <laughs> the internet just ran with it. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. What I was thinking of is before it was officially released in theaters in the U.S., uh, our friends and I, our friends and us, our friends and we, we and our friends <laughs> sailed the seven seas and found a copy of Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Uh, I think that was ripped from like its release in, I think, China. Or maybe it was just like a fan sub. But it was very difficult to understand what these characters were saying with a fan sub. Because <laughs> I think whoever the, the, the head of the Demon Slayer Corps is was being referred to as Lord Lord. <laughs> and then, oh, there was another, there was another thing that was just very oddly translated in there. Uh, I, I can't for the It light. was Nesco's name. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was, but it was something just really outrageous. And that's what make, I guess, I know I said with your question, without a doubt, I'd, I'd go with a 240p subs. I feel like this one's harder because thinking of like fan subs, that's that's where it gets kind of dicey. Like if things are being accurately translated. But I guess I, w- I would go with the fan sub because maybe at least with that, you could use context clues to figure out what characters are trying to say. Whereas again, like with a official dub that is just hard to listen to again that would just prove to be more distracting to me than 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 watching something and trying to figure out what the hell <laughs> what the hell is going on and i guess with both questions like turning to the subs it's it's an opportunity for for the viewer to learn japanese and learn how to translate it on their own yeah i guess to your point like you would be missing out so with the terrible fan subs you would be missing out on the potential to fully understand the story so that's that's a big miss. I don't know. I guess my my initial reaction is still to go with the the shitty fan subs. So my next one has potential anime spoilers for the shows that I'm about to mention. Um, but this one is: Would you rather be stuck as a regular Titan from Attack on Titan, or be stuck as Meaty from Made in Abyss forever? God damn it, <laughs> Meaty. Uh... Man, I, I, I'm trying to see. Like, so I'm the... saying forever. So yeah. you can't have Reg come in and like clean shit up. And you can't have Levi come in and clean shit up. Like you have to be stuck oh, okay. in those yeah. bodies. Because okay. I was going to say like with a Titan, there could be a chance like a scout comes by. And yeah. Then, 
but forever, 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 and ever. Ah, uh, man. And I'm thinking, meet like meet these situation is no better. Like I'm trying to think, like whose situation is better? But they're really, it's really difficult to 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 say. Nah, I would still say a a mindless titan, because at least in that scenario, I can still roam around. Like with Miti, she was always attached to Nanachi, and. Like, she really couldn't do anything on her own. I mean, yeah, Titans, they, they're just mindless creatures who just feed on humans and, and uh, like, other beings without any sort of sustenance coming from it. But at least they're, they're doing something active. Whereas Miti, again, is just, is just there. So I'd actually be Miti because... Hmm. My my thought process is like okay if you're a regular titan, um, you are like just killing for the like you know just not for the pleasure of killing right because they're mindless but you're just like killing people you're eating people constantly, but then if you're meaty, at least while you're not gonna go anywhere, at least you have the love of Nanachi, the love That's and care true. of her like she takes care of meaty, she provides for her she you know tries to keep her safe. I don't know what the hell's going on in Miti's head, <laughs> but at least mm. externally you have the love and care of your best friend. So with a Titan, there's no way of having that. <laughs> there's no like compassion. There's I no care. Of, you're outside all the time. You're yeah, that, you're basically like a murderous machine. I guess that makes me regret my answer. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. But like Miti could be like fucking dying on the inside, mm-hmm. right? Like she could be. I'm sure she's going like, insane. Like, kill me right yeah. now. <laughs> um, but the other thing I was thinking, like, you know, it's it. It'd be fun to be a titan, like when you discover, like, oh, there's a bunch of humans here. You know, they all have the stupid titan runs. Oh yeah, like, I would just love to <laughs> like the finger fl- guns. Yeah, like or like flail my hands around and and try to run after a human. And you can like climb on shit. You're so big, you can climb on buildings and stuff. Yeah. So I think I I would I prefer the more active active lifestyle of the <laughs> the Titan. Next question I have I feel like this is a throwback for some of the pioneer anime fans. Who would you rather have as your bodyguard, Spike Spiegel, or Nicholas D. Wolfwood? Oh, Ooh. right. This was a hot topic. Back in the days of like Toonami, right? No, you want to know what was a real hot topic? Who would win in a fight, Spike or Vash? Oh, was people that it? debated okay. that all the fucking time. <laughs> oh my god, mm. that was a that was a hot topic. We we should we should save that one for a rainy day. Okay, um, I felt like Spike and Wolfwood were more aligned with like their abilities, so that's why I chose them. Here. Yeah, and their personalities too. Um, yeah. I. Oh no! I ooh, this one's tough. I guess I'd have to go with Spike because he has more going for him than just like his ability to use a weapon. He can kick the shit out of your face. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. You don't really see Wolfwood doing much of that besides using his Punisher gun. Yeah, but then I feel like Wolfwood, even though he acts kind of Sunday, would have more compassion for you than Spike. Spike would just like leave your ass if you were too slow. 
<laughs> That's true. Um, although, like Spike says, like what does he say in the show? Women, children, and animals. Like, like, like they're they're those the... are the three things he hates the most. Yeah. and yet they're all on the bebop with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess in some sense he learns to uh, he learns to grow some compassion towards them um, throughout uh, bebop. Uh, whereas it's it's so tough. Like Wolfwood. I mean, he was born and raised as an assassin, but then he also has a heart of gold. Uh, and and he has the bigger gun. <laughs> that he does. Oh, man. I would... Wait, what was your answer? I would go Spike Spiegel. Okay. I guess I would go with... <sighs> Like, As if we're bo- talking about bodyguards, yeah, bodyguards like, I, think of despite that. their personalities and whatnot, like, what what do they have to offer in terms of protection? And I feel like Spike has a little more to offer. Yeah, that's true. I, I think I would go with Spike as well. Like, going back to your point about him having like, gunfighting skills, but also he is well-trained in martial arts, and he can fly... The swordfish and too. He can fly. <laughs> I meant like, pi- okay, he can pilot. Honestly, that he can yeah, fly. Sure, okay, he can. He can fly. Uh, Wolfwood's a great character, but all I can remember of him in Trigun is carrying his big cross gun, um, and not much else. But I could be wrong. But yeah, I guess I'll go with Spike. I guess there are a couple questions where we do share answers. I thought we would have some. Some differences, but actually, all the questions that I've asked, we've shared the same answer. <laughs> we have. Yeah, I've been keeping track. Oh, I haven't. Oops. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, so this next one also has a JoJo reference in it, but I I don't think it's as spoilery. Um, but either way, it's got some JoJo stuff. So this one I pulled from Reddit. Would you rather have Dio as your adoptive brother or a harem of yandere gay dudes? <laughs> Um, sorry. What's what's Yandere again? Like the psycho Dere type. Oh, like obsessed with you, but like psycho. <laughs> this is a great question. So either Dio um, as your adoptive brother, and you have to fucking live with that the way Jonathan did, or a harem of Yandere gay dudes. Okay. Yandere. I'm thinking to Komi, the the one girl. Like she was Yandere. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the harem. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly? Okay, yeah, I kind of would go with the harem too. <laughs> I think it would just be fun, like, with all of those all of those guys chasing after me and, you know, like, having this very weird obsession with me. And they're probably all fighting each other <laughs> for, like, who gets to deserve my love. Dio, the one thing about Dio, I, obviously he is an embodiment of pure evil, but the one thing about Dio, um, episode one with Danny... Like having to oh, live with yeah. that, I don't. I don't think I could bear it. Like, <laughs> uh, but what, what would you pick? I I'd also pick the harem because like yandere's make you feel like they're gonna kill you, but they love you too much to ever actually finish you off. Dio would actually kill you. <laughs> yeah. That's his goal is to kill you. So, um, and plus like torture you along the way and like destroy your life bit by bit. So I feel like the harem of yandere gay dudes would be like so much more fun. It would be very intense, but I would definitely go with the harem. You got this off the internet? 
I got this one off Reddit. <laughs> Good old internet. My next question also deals with love. Uh, which romantic trope would you rather keep? The run after the love interest or falling on top of the love interest? Running after the love interest or falling on top of them? Yes. Falling on top of them. Wow. That's spicy. <laughs> I, I like that. I'll go that route. I, I guess this is the question that I ask where we split because I love the run after the love interest. Yeah. <laughs> Point it out every time I see it in a movie or in a show. Um, I guess there too, it's like high, I was going to say high risk, high reward, like with your other harem question. It's not really a. We have a lot of harem qu- questions, yeah, don't we? <laughs> kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I feel like. Yeah, there's there's an end goal there, whereas falling on top of someone, like yeah, it's a spicy moment, and it, it'll probably show each person's love for the other, but I think in running after them, that's almost like the proof of someone's like the ultimate proof of someone's love for whoever they're chasing after. Yeah, I just want the spice. Falling on top of someone. I, I mean, there's always that element of like booby grabbing too. Like if, you know, depending on the scenario. But either way, I, I do that. So for my next one, I, I'm kind of curious to know what you're going to pick. Would you rather be a crybaby shonen protagonist or a super hot byokidere? Byokidere being the dere type where like the character is sick. Byokidere. Really? You hate the crybaby children uh, protagonists yeah, that I've much? I've said that many times on this podcast. Like, I'm sick of it. I mean, I, I get... <laughs> you wouldn't want to be I'm... like Takemichi <laughs> or fucking Tanjiro? Yeah, no. And I, I I know I've gotten some flack from the community about this because you know I, I know that shonen protagonists represent the demographic that's that's going through things and they're also trying to figure out their place in the world. That's That's great. I'm just saying I would not like that because I would not want to just be a crybaby all the time like these characters. Uh, I, I don't mind being sick. Sometimes I feel like I'm just all, I'm eternally sick. With, I feel like I'm getting sick right now with my voice. So I, I'd be okay with that. Well, as someone who is actually sick right now, I'm sick of being sick. So I would pick <laughs> the crybaby shonen protagonist because at least they don't have to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Next question from me deals with events or I guess competitions that we see in anime. So which would you rather participate in? The provisional hero license exam or the hunter exam? So I guess more exams, uh, tests Ooh. that we see in anime. The first one's from My Hero? Yeah, so as a reminder, hero license exam, that's where they get to, like, they're certified to go out and have, like, a work study with a pro hero. Um, there was the first phase where it was getting hit three times avoid getting hit three times while being able to hit two other targets. And then the second phase where it was like a disaster simulation. And I think the pro heroes acted as the villains. The hunter exam is the hunter exam. <laughs> um, I'd have to go with the pro here. What is it? Pro hero exam? Provisional hero license exam. Yeah, I'd go with that one because there's no risk of dying. 
Well, there's a very small risk of dying versus the hunter exam where there's probably a bigger risk of dying. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go the same. I'm thinking also, I think the very first part of the hunter exam was with, what was his name? Satot, the guy who was just walking really weird. The runner. <laughs> yeah, and you had to keep up with his pace. And it was like a very long journey. I would probably die of exhaustion. Yeah, I hate running. First... I would I would be done yeah, like, from right that away. First phase of the hunter exam. Um and then, you know, there's all the, the combative elements of it. But later like on. the reward though, I think is better for the hunter exam than for the provisional license, whatever. Because I mean, yeah. like you're a hero, yeah, but then like you have to be a hero and do everything that comes along with that. With the hunter exam, once you have your hunter license, it's like it, it opens you the can door. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, like it's like a golden ticket to like do anything, and that's like you don't have to be a hero, right? Like you mm. can just be a fucking archaeologist or whatever the fuck Jing is. So, yeah, I, I would I would say if you're looking more at like the value of the hunter exam, like you said earlier, high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like you're part of the Illuminati. when you become a hunter but i think i too would choose the hero license exam um one because yeah it it feels less dangerous when compared to the hunter exam but two i think it's just the fact that it's to it's a test of your strength and your resolve as a hero and at the end that's like your the ultimate thing that a hero is doing is helping others so i think there's there's a more philanthropic side to wanting to pass the provisional hero license exam rather than the hunter exam where you get the hunter license. And I mean, you could help people with it, but I risk high reward and I don't want to risk any of that. So the last one on my list is, would you rather watch an anime that is terrible, but has an incredible ending that will basically become historic or an anime that is amazing but has the worst ending in history. Well, my last question is very similar. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but yeah. how similar? Like the same thing, basically. Uh, here, I'll just read it off. Would you rather have a top tier story with shitty animation or a shitty story with top tier animation? That one's different. Okay, that's different. Okay. We'll we'll go with mine first. So again, would you rather watch an anime that is terrible but has an incredible ending that will basically become historic, or an anime that is amazing but has the worst ending in history? Terrible anime with a uh, historic whatever. What is what <laughs> that would become historic? A terrible like the show's terrible throughout, but then the ending's amazing. Basically, yes. do you want like a great show with a shitty ending or a shitty show with a great ending? No, I would prefer the terrible show with a great ending because I'm just, I'm still jaded by Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good that's, point. I think that's the biggest example of an amazing show with a shitty ass ending. Or The Promised Neverland. <laughs> or, yeah, that's another great example because it's... Like investing all of that time and energy into something where you think uh, you have something really special and then to find out at the very end that all the things that you were theorizing about, all the things that you had hoped would happen didn't come to fruition, that just feels like so, 
like you just feel defeated. I guess with watching a terrible show, it's you almost like don't have the expectation that it could become great. But in this scenario, it feels like well worth it that you you powered through all the bullshit because I guess at the end, all that bullshit was actually worth something. Okay, you've convinced me. I wasn't sure where I wanted to go with this, but you had me at Game of Thrones. <laughs> but yeah, with your further further explanation, I I say I agree hundred percent. Like I don't I don't have much to add to that. I, I think you're right. Like you, it may be frustrating to watch a terrible show, but to be so blown away by the ending just makes it makes that investment worth it, right? Like versus the other scenario where the investment, as you said, is not worth it because you're just disappointed and you'll always be disappointed you'll mm-hmm. never get over that feeling game of thrones and to repeat my last question would you rather have a top tier story with shitty animation or a shitty story with top tier animation by far top tier story with shitty animation shitty animation um i i don't know like I think that it's going to be a bummer to have to watch something that's like not pleasing to the eye. But if the story is incredible, that's what's the driving force, I think, for any anime, right? Like it could be the most beautiful thing in the world. But if the story's not compelling, if there's no depth to it, if the characters aren't interesting, if it's not a, it's, if it's not cohesively written, like anything, right, with the story being terrible, just makes it not worth it at the end of the day. But when the story is phenomenal, you may have bad music, bad, bad animation, um, a weird adaptation, but like the story's so good. That's that's the key to any anime, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. Top tier story, shitty animation. I feel like a, an example of this in recent memory for me was my home hero, which I know you weren't okay, so well, for hot me, about. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I was just fascinated by it. And, you know, like the quality of the animation was was so-so, but I, I thought the story was really engaging. And um, I think that's what I got the most out of it. Can't really think of a, a, a an example of a shitty story, top-tier animation. For some reason, I'm thinking like, I'm comparing this to like Marvel recently where, you know, they have all the budget for effects although there has been some some controversy around that but you know like marvel ha- is this studio that has all these films that have these great effects but their their recent outings the stories haven't been so hot um again th- i feel like there's no gratification from that um you're just you're just watching something for the sake of watching something Almost also like a Michael Bay films where they're so explosive and in your face, but then the story ends up sucking and it, it's m- basically more like a meme rather than a, a treasured experience, which I feel like you'd get from top tier story, top tier story with shitty animation. And there you have it. This was anime. Would you rather? I genuinely had a really good time with this. Both putting together the questions or like pulling the questions and answering them. This was fun. Yeah. I didn't expect us to share the same answers for some of these things. I know you and I are very much opposites in a lot of things. So I figured we'd have opposite answers for almost all of these, but we, we overlapped a good amount of times. 
Um, again, I'm looking through my list of questions. We were just different, or we contrasted with um, the romantic trope question I had. Everything else, we had the same answer. Um, I mean, I think when I go back to edit this video, I'd have to keep track of your question. <laughs> this this audio um i'd have to keep track of the questions that you asked or you asked um which ones we've differed on and which ones we say the same on but yeah this was a this was a fun episode um i'm hoping that we'll have like a, a sequel one in the future because i'm sure there are plenty of would you rather questions that we can derive from anime out there like i i always i just thought of what would you rather have gone or Kilua? <laughs> gone all day, every day. He's mm-hmm. the best. I want to hang out with him. Yeah, if you guys enjoyed this topic, let us know. Um, send us some of your anime would you rather scenarios, and maybe we'll we'll do another one in the future. But thank you guys as always for listening and for bearing with me with my horrible shitty voice. I'm hoping I feel better soon so that you don't have to listen to this scratchiness but i appreciate your guys's patience subscribe as always to strictly anime on your favorite podcast service join our discord to chat with us follow us on instagram at the strictly series on twitter at strictly series and check out our website the strictly series.com if you'd like to support the show then head over to patreon.com slash the strictly series and tune into strictly jojo our other podcast dedicated to jojo's bizarre adventure all links are in the description thank you so much for listening and as always stay safe stay healthy stay weeb <laughs>